So in this particular podcast, we're going to talk about the psychology of white supremacy. Now, the psychology of white supremacy is something that I really like to study. I like to see how they think, how they move, um, what makes them tick, because it is very, very important for our society to learn this, because you have to understand something. We live in, in a time period right now that the white supremacist is out shooting people in mass like Dylan Roof, when he, the mother Emmanuel Church. The white supremacist is out shooting people like Patrick Crucis done at the Walmart. Or you have the school shooters. They're shooting everybody, not just the shooting black people or Hispanics or whoever else is shooting even white people. They're killing their own. Okay. And anyone that understands anything know that white supremacy is the most dangerous ideology in America. Even the FBI had to admit that white supremacist domestic terrorism is the biggest domestic threat over even Islamic terrorism because all the incidents has been done by white supremacists. So we must understand the psychology and how they think knowing how they think and how they move will save lives. Understand that all of us in America better be concerned about racism and white supremacy. Now the last stream I had talked about that they are falling apart based on fear, but white supremacy is rooted in fear. Now the great Dr. Francis Crest Welsing talked about the fear of genetic annihilation. She talked about this, that a black person could genetically annihilate them. And they fear that this is why they always wanted to, as Neely Fuller stated, one of the nine areas they wanted to control was the area of sex, because if they would let sex go just too out of control, it could wipe them out. And Dr. Franz Chris Welsing always talked about that sort of fear that's going on, but actually what's happening now is even outside of us, but that's another stream, another day. But the particular white supremacist that we're going to talk about, was very, we, it was the last stream. And if you didn't check out the stream, check it out. Um, and you can get caught up with what I'm about to talk about here. So, you know, I got wind of, you know, uh, someone sent me a link because the particular white supremacist in question had made a uh, response and took them a long time to do it. I'm not going to take as long as they took because it don't take that long. Um, when you have some sort of truth to you, so you don't have to see when you're lying constantly and you're being intellectually dishonest, it takes a while to do that. Okay. Now white supremacists have to do things in a lot of lies because we know that white supremacy is a doctrine of demons. We know this, we know anything involving Satan or satanic inspiration is deception. And it was just amazing to me to watch all the lies and deception. This particular white supremacist, I would say more so the white supremacist male. I'm going to get to the female too. 
because I got to really see the dynamic of how they operate. Now, the first thing I wanted to get into, the white supremacist was the, the male, the, the male more so than the female. He was highly, highly triggered in a lot of things that I stated um, in that stream. And it let me know that I was completely spot on in what I was saying. And the reason why I say he was so triggered, you know, when they would say that when you're having any kind of um, debate or any back and forth and the person starts insulting your person or something about you um, and they can't really defeat your points, so they go to that route, they let you know you actually won. And, you know, he tried to so-called try to, I guess, roast me or whatever. Like, listen, he don't not even ready for my roast game. I could roast him from one end to another, and I would roast him on facts, complete facts. I can roast him on genetics. I can roast him on just his overall person. And I don't know. I don't want to do that because he, he may harm himself. So I, I'm, I'm going to let him make it. But at the end of the day, he couldn't defeat anything I had to say. You know, but we want to go through it a little bit because we want to teach you a little bit about their mindset and why white supremacists are extremely dangerous for everybody. Now, the the first thing that I had noticed about him, he was being extremely intellectually dishonest. It's amazing that we live in the age of knowledge and you're so intellectually dishonest. Truth is not on your side at all. And they don't live in truth. They live in half-truths and half-deceptions. Now, one thing that he kept hitting home on, and I want to talk about this, is concept of Western civilization. And he really believes that his people actually created this so-called Western civilization. And he really believes that it's all done by his group of people. They did it all by themselves. And they just created the greatest thing ever by themselves. Now, you know good and well what America is today was not created by him. We know this. We know that when his people first got here by themselves, no African slaves, they had what, at least what, maybe 500 of them that showed up uh, by themselves, a little bit over 500. And within the first year, all of them died off, minus, minus about 60 died off. They couldn't make it by themselves. But if we go back in history, we look at just factual European history, they really couldn't make it by themselves too much over there either. Okay? They lived in filth. A lot of disease. You know, they had the plagues that wiped out a lot of them that comes from their filth. We can do a whole stream on just their history. I can do that and everything can be factual and I can point you right to it. Their success did not start until 1619 when the first African slaves arrived. That's when their success started. If they so-called build Western civilization, why do they need African slaves? Why do they need that? Because, you know, they, they're so smart, they, they, right? They can build everything on their own. What gave them the wealth that they have today? Slavery. 
What made them stand out within the world? Slavery. And what they gained from all of that. Now, fast forward even in slavery to the Revolutionary War. Who jumped off the Revolutionary War? Was it his people? No, it wasn't his people. It was a brother by the name of Crispus Attucks that jumped off the Revolutionary War. But according to him, they, they built everything. Well, you didn't even start the Revolutionary War on your own. What about even fighting the Revolutionary War? According to him, they built Western civilization. You had to go to the black men and ask them to fight with you against the British. So why can't you fight the British by yourself? Were you afraid you'll get your butt kicked by the British? No, the fact is, you still, you could not even fight the Revolutionary War by yourself. So how could you build Western civilization and you could even fight a war by yourself? Okay? So with the help of the black man, they got their independence from the British. They told the black man, if you help us fight black man, we'll set you free. They call the independence July 4th, 1776. But the black man and black woman was deceived and they went back into slavery until June 19th, 1865. And we found out about, we was let go after slavery. They had every uh, power to send us back to Africa. We had no right to that time period, but then they realized we need those black people. We can't build this land without those black people. And then, you know, the story of the case of Dred Scott, eventually, you know, black people became citizens. We know that this fool actually said that they gifted us with a citizenship. No, they had no choice because they didn't know how to work anything. Everything was built by black people. Everything. You let the black people go. Who's going to do some things for you? Because you was too lazy. You didn't build anything. Okay. The black man and woman innovated this country because according to him, they built Western civilization. He had one brother by the name of Benjamin Banneker. Just one. They wouldn't have NASA if it wouldn't be for Benjamin Banneker because he's the father of astronomy. But you know, they created Western civilization. You wouldn't have a farmer's almanac if it wouldn't be for Benjamin Banneker. We're talking about one black man, but they built Western civilization. You wouldn't even have Washington, D.C. as you know it, as it was built, if it wasn't for Benjamin Banneker, one black man. The White House, built by black people. The Capitol, or the Congress is that, built by black people. Understand? But they built Western civilization. Well, you couldn't even design D.C. without black people. What are you talking about? But you built everything? Then he tries to, you know, talk about me, like I, like I got some sort of problems, I don't know, medically, and start talking about, well, medicine I'm taking was created by white people. So he really thinks that all things in modern medicine was done by um, white people. Because remember, they're so delusional. But see, they don't talk about people. They don't bring up the facts of anything. Okay? So what about open-heart surgery? Did white people create open-heart surgery? 
Did they do that, sir? No, they didn't do that. A black man by the name of Daniel Hale Williams was the first surgeon to successfully do an open heart surgery. How you built Western civilization and you didn't know how to do an open heart surgery? And this was done in 1893, done by a black man. But they built Western civilization. They've done everything in medicine. What about blood transfusions? Did you do that on your own? No, you didn't. What about the stop sign, the traffic light? You didn't do that on your own, right? Refrigerated trucks you didn't do on your own. An elevator you didn't do on your own. Home security system you didn't do on your own. You didn't create the broom of dustpan. I mean, I can go through so many things how black Americans, gas masks you didn't do on your own. I mean, so many things that we that black Americans have innovated this country. If if, if we had like a a, 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 re, a real life Thanos, and you say Thanos, snap your fingers and, and make everything disappear that black people created in this nation. Everything, everything that we built, everything that we have created and innovated in this nation. You snap your fingers and watch how watch how America would turn into a third world nation immediately immediately okay and the things black people have created is still going on all over the world to this day but when you're dealing with a white supremacist understand they say that they built western civilization but they never go through details on what they actual built okay they don't you can go by line by line precept by precept of what black people has actually done in this country understand that how black people have fought in every war. They have never fought a war without black people. Understand that. This, we built Western civilization, but you can't fight a war without black people? You can't? And you can even look at the UK. Let's talk about them. After, was it World War One or two? One of them was kind of eluding me. What did they do after the war? They went to the Caribbean begging black people to come help them work and build their country back up. They can't do nothing without black people. Understand that. I would love to see the day that they do something without black people, without Hispanics, without Asians, without Arabs, without uh, Native Americans, without people from India. I mean, no one outside of them. I would love to watch them do things by themselves. They have not known a day, brothers and sisters, in this land without doing something for themselves by themselves. They complain about immigration. Immigration, immigration, immigration. All these Hispanics coming over. The reason why they're coming over is because his people want those people here to work because they know good and well they don't want to do the work. For instance, when you remember they had that big immigration raid, okay? And they pulled out 680 Hispanics out of that um, chicken plant. Now, that plant was owned by the Koch brothers, which is two white men billionaires. That's who it was owned by. They Republican, okay? The same people that say that they don't want immigration, but yet that's what's happening. Why didn't people like him scream and demand for all his people to go do those jobs? 
when you have the, the Mexicans out there, you know, on the farms, you know, picking strawberries and all kind of the fruit they picking, why don't his people demand to go out there and pick those strawberries and fruits? They have white farmers say they can't even get people like him to go work. So that's why they want illegal uh, immigrants to come in. Understand that. So what is he talking about that they built Western civilization or even maintain it? They do nothing at all. They don't. See, when they talk about Western civilization, they never walk you through what they built, what they done, etc. Then the idiot was trying to sit up here and talk about the technology that we use today. The majority of a lot of technology that we use today is actually coming out of Asian nations. A lot of it. He was talking about even YouTube. YouTube was even built by white people alone. It was built by an Asian guy and two white guys. You understand what I'm saying? So, of course, it was sold to Google. So whoever's maintained it now, they maintain it now. But even Google is ran by a Indian guy. It's not even ran by a white guy. Okay? So we know if we just start going through the nitty-gritty of, of what's being said, that's how you easily deal with them when they talk about this Western civilization. In order for you to tell me you built Western civilization, means that you have built it completely by yourself. You did all the work and we just coming in and enjoying it. And, and, and that's it. But you know, that is not true at all. So when they start telling you about this, we built Western civilization crap, say you wouldn't have no so-called Western civilization without black people. And it's bottom line truth. And you know, there's no reason you get into that particular argument at that part. Now, he had to go through and do a lot of lying, constant lying to, to himself, lying to his, his, his people constantly. It was amazing how much he was lying. One thing I do, do like about black people and even just people in general who follow us, they won't let me get away with lying like that. They won't. Y'all will check me in a minute. Y'all say, hey, Phil, that's not right. You, you be telling me, you know, why you just straight up telling a, a bold face lie like that? See, the people that follow us here, are smart people. And we have people of all groups watching this show here or listening to this podcast. Because you guys know that the truth is what sets you free. You know the truth should be your guiding light. You know this. And lies is nothing but no different than the mainstream media. That's what they do, lie constantly. And that's why people don't listen to them. So, I mean, to the amount of lying he was doing to his people about even what I was saying. I mean, it was amazing how much he was lying. I mean, it was amazing. I'm like, it was just so amazing how like, and it was eating up his lies. Okay. But we, we'll get to some more of his lies. No, he got so triggered. Let me tell you something about how he got triggered. He got so triggered that, you know, all the complaining that, that he was doing. And I said in my stream that, okay, well, if so-called diversity bothers you that much, okay, and all the things that, you know, Black History Month bothers you and everything bothers you, I say, well, a solution would be go to a state that is maybe 90-plus percent white, and you won't have to deal with all this diversity issues. Oh, boy, he must have wanted to almost, he was about spitting on his microphone mad. 
about that. How dare you tell us where to go? Yeah, I, I can tell you to go to those states. I can also tell you to go to hell, too. Okay? Now, I'm going to take it a step further. And if you don't like that, you can carry yourself back to Europe, to the Caucasus Mountains. That's where actually you're indigenous to. You're not indigenous to America. Not at all. Because even other white people don't like people like that at all. Other white people are sick of them. You get what I'm saying? Because you're even threatening other white people's lives every day. So I guarantee other white people love for you to go back to where you come from. How about that? Because you're not indigenous to this place. You see, they can dish it, brothers and sisters, but they can't take it. Understand that. They can sit up here and tell you all day to go back to Africa, but the first time that we tell them, well, go to a state that's 90% uh, white and you should be okay. That bothers him. He, he, he was just almost shaking. You should, you should, you should have seen him. It, it, was, it was quite interesting to watch him, you know, literally um, just fall apart like that and, and get, get so angry and so triggered about telling him where he should go. We never fell apart about that. We never started screaming and yelling because you told us to go back to Africa. And then even that statement, go back to Africa, that's a, that statement is ignorant because Africa is a continent. When they tell you go back to Africa, say, what nation in Africa should I go back to? And what treaty do you have or any kind of, you know, uh, legislation you put together for us to go to this particular African nation? And when I go, um, I need my reparations too because I'm not going to walk off with no spoils. Say, we build America, so I need my reparations. It's in the tune of $17.1 trillion, so uh, cut my check. And then we can have that conversation. But then at the same point, how are you going to go back to Africa? Let's call that what it is. You go, you're going to go back to a continent, no country to go to, but you say go back to a continent. So we're just supposed to show up somewhere and say, hey, I'm here. I mean, that's like so stupid. Black Americans were born here. So you can't go back to somewhere else that you was not born in. So, you know, it, it's just quite funny. But the fact is, I'm telling him to go to an actual state in the United States that he's um, a citizen of this country. That's an actual fact, and that's an actual thing that he can do, not something that's so asinine and saying go back to a continent, Africa. You get what I'm saying? I mean, even when I say something, I'm saying it within truth and education. When they say things, they always say it in extreme ignorance, but white supremacy is not built on uh, truth, righteousness, and education. Now, you do have some educated white supremacists like a Jared Taylor. You know, he's not going to say stupidity like that. He, he's going to, you know, fix his arguments to be a certain way. But, oh, boy, it was quite funny when um, he didn't like this statement. The next statement he really didn't like was when I was telling the truth about, you know, George Washington and the rest of them about how they were slave owners. Um, George Washington, he even had slaves' teeth in his mouth. He couldn't even have his own. He couldn't do that, nothing on his own. He couldn't even eat his food on his own without, without the slaves. Understand that. His wife owned more slaves. I didn't say I, I was wrong about that because, remember, um, they can't refute what you're saying based on uh, truth. So he, he was shaking. He was shaking and upset because he said, how dare I talk about the – I'm going to talk about them because it's the truth. The, the so-called founding fathers were slave owners and rapists. That's what they were. In the beginning, don't I ain't got no respect for nobody enslaved people. Have no respect. Not going to respect them. 
That's why we don't celebrate July 4th. For what? Why should we celebrate a July 4th? For what reason? There's no reason. My people wasn't free, so why should I be celebrating that? They were slave owners. Many of them. You can't refute that. And then, you know, you remember when the situation came up with the NFL, when the brothers were taking the knee? And you remember when they were saying, that, oh, you know, you, you black people should be grateful. Grateful to what? Because he pulled that, you know, black people should be grateful crap. Grateful to what? Well, grateful for slavery. Well, grateful for Jim Crow. Grateful for lynching. Grateful for the Ku Klux Klan. Grateful for church bombings. Grateful for rape. Grateful for pillaging. Grateful for, you know, those savages taking our languages away from us, our religion. I mean, grateful for what? What's that to be grateful for? Because I don't see nothing to be grateful. Grateful to whom? We built everything. We did the work. We innovated this place. What do you mean grateful for what? If anybody should be grateful, you need to be grateful to the black man and black woman that built this country that you enjoying. You need to be grateful to us, the, the, how we still maintain it. Even to this day, how we still maintain it. And our economics help push this country too. You need to be grateful. How about that? Because one thing, the smart white people, we're talking about the smart ones now. When you're talking about the ignorant white supremacists, we're talking about the smart ones. The smart elite white people don't say all black people need to go back to a continent that they're not even uh, a citizen of. I, I, you know, I wish the continent of Africa was one nation and they had one leader and one government. I wish they did that and maybe they had 55 states. That would be great, but it's not to that point. The elite know that black people generate over a trillion dollars a year on their own. On our own, we generate that much. If you take black Americans out of the equation and the amount of money that we, we are actually spending, they'll rank us number 14 in the world in the area of finance out of all the nations, okay? So rest assured, they want black Americans here. They could have shipped us back a long time ago. We had no rights at all. None. So the smart white people knew better. The smart white people knew that they are builders, they are innovators, they are the leaders of culture. It's always something different with us. Even in his last stream, he was complaining about his people being looked at as, you know, not cool and not interesting and not this and not that, but who looked at as cool, interesting, etc. is black people and black culture. And it's not that supposedly his people is pushing up black culture. The fact is we done things on our own. Matter of fact, we sometimes try to do things and keep it to ourselves, but the main people that want to come around and copy what we're doing is his people. They, you copy everything that black people do say, you want to dance like us? You want to do everything like that, that we're doing? And I thought it was quite funny that when I talked about them being a white supremacist, being obsessed with us, he didn't refute the obsession part. That was funny. He said a word that he said, when they tell you that, just say you're focused. Yes, you're focused on black people so much that you're obsessed. <laughs> I thought that like, why would that be a better word to say you're focused? How, how you, like I said, the level of, of, of no logic that these people have is just very, very interesting. But we're dealing with their psychology, okay? Then 
he 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 was talking about he saw a picture of me and um which i mean i don't know why that would be hard to see um he saw a picture of me and he said it looked like i had a suit on it cost hundreds of dollars now you remember i told you guys that the white supremacists are the biggest pocket watchers ever they're always concerned about what black people got going on in their pockets i didn't even one time be concerned about what he got in his pocket care less that had nothing to do with what i was talking about but that's what they do the white supremacists they don't like to see successful black people in no way, shape, form, or fashion. But I'm saying all this to say that the psychology of the white supremacist is, is, if I can really say, is that it's no truth to it, is no um, facts to it, is a lot of intellectual dishonesty. And they really have to be that way for them to do the things that they're doing. Now, I'm going to wrap up talking about the female. Now, while he was doing all of this, I noticed the female was real quiet. And then the parts that she did, you know, speak up on, she didn't root it really in intellectual dishonesty. She was just kind of trying to defend her points and why she was saying what she was saying. But at the same time, she didn't, she did not interrupt the male. She allowed him to, to spew all his intellectual dishonesty, spew his, you know, half truths, uh, lies, etc. Right. And, you know, one thing that we know about the white supremacist female, she's more, uh, cunning. She's more deceptive. We know that, but she also know that the white supremacist male, um, you know, he's very fragile. So let's say if she starts telling him, well, no, it's not like that. It's this, that, and the third. And a few times she was trying to reel him in a little bit, but, you know, he, he was just going to tangent, so she kind of let him. And I said, hmm, that's very interesting. And I said, she said that and allow him to be extremely intellectually dishonest. She knows the way he's doing this, but she don't say nothing. And, and, and basically what I'm saying is that the white supremacist female definitely support her white supremacist male. She do that, even when he's wrong. And, that, and that's something that, you know, we all should uh, pay attention to. Now, the last thing I want to uh, talk about is that he was saying that the only white people that um, that he mentioned me, that I would like is, is the white people. Uh, let me see how I can put it. Basically, the white people who are non-racist, the white people who's you know, say, you know what, we did do these things to black people, and we do need to pay reparations. And, and I agree with that. Those kind of white people. Uh, the white people that will stand up against him. Um, he said, I would like those white people. Of course I would like those white people because they're decent human beings. I mean, I mean, come on. Why would I have an issue with those white people? Why would I have an issue with white people that's calling people like you out? Why would I take an issue with them? Why? The fact is, he has a problem with white people that actually are telling the truth. He takes issue with those white people. He and most white supremacists will take an issue with those other white people. They'll call them traitors and all the things. And then the funny part is, you know, you know how forever we as black people say brothers and sisters. You know how we talk. They, these people don't have no original thought in their mind. Not done. They copying what we say. That's what I told y'all. They said they can't do nothing on their own. Nothing. <laughs> It, it, it's just amazing how they can't do nothing on their own. It's like, could you guys at least come up with your own uh, way of addressing each other without copying black people? But like I said, as long as we are around them, 
they're going to copy us. I told you guys before, if all of us went to some African nation or spread out through African nations, people like him will come over and follow us over there and try to see what we got going on. They cannot stay away from black people. Trust me. We can have our own cities. We can have our own, uh, whatever we have, they're going to show up. People like him. They can't stay away from black people. Trust me on that. People like him can't. No matter wh what he say that he wants basically all white this and all white that, he can't stay away. Now, you know, to rest assured of this, no one wants to be around people like him. I don't. I don't want nothing to do with somebody like him. He, I would prefer him go to those white states and be happy around other white people. I promise you, black people's not trying to come up there with you. Black people's not trying to go up there to no Montana and Idaho and all the other states. Well, black people don't want to go nowhere near that crap. That's not what we do. We stay in the areas that we stay in. And then the funny part is he was trying to say at the end when I said that white supremacy needs to fall because white supremacy is an ideology and a system. It do need to fall. Um, he interpreted that. I mean, it was so funny how he interpreted that as saying white people need to fall. Like that's amazing. So in his mind, he feels all white people are white supremacists like him. So that's how he interprets that. Okay. If I had such a big issue with white people, well, not the last podcast or the podcast before there was a white lady on my show. What was the, what, if I had so much of, I wanted white people to fall. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I've interviewed constant white people. I've had white people, you know, in the past, you know, you remember Tanya that there was on my show constantly. There was doing work for me. So I don't even know what is he is quite funny. He don't know nothing about me, but, but a white supremacist is not going to, you know, do his due diligence and say, let me research. Let me see, you know, what they're talking about X, Y, Z. They're not going to do that. Um, they just going to, you know, just say what they need to say to their people at the time period. So, Understand something. If we don't learn nothing else from this particular guy, we, we learned that white supremacy is based in a lot of lies, deceit, intellectual dishonesty, um, and definitely a lot of delusion. And that's why I always say that's, I won't have too much of a back and forth with them. Not like on one-on-one -on -one because I can't deal with someone that's going to be that way. I mean, listen, I can have a conversation with you, well, let's have an honest conversation. Let's be truthful. And a white supremacist is just not going to do that. It's not in them to do so. There's no truth in them at all. I mean, you might well have a conversation with Satan himself. You at least understand Satan and what he is. So, so you know, but, but dealing with these white supremacists, that's just kind of what he at with the situation. But like I said, I, I enjoy learning more and more about their psychology, um, how they... Uh, move how they try to pathologize their uh, lives and everything it, it's, it's quite funny it is so funny for me but but it also it's a protection mechanism as well because you know we can't be playing with these white supremacists understand that because our very lives is on the line dealing with these white supremacists. But leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. 
support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.